Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 145th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I'm your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan 8-Bit. And joining me on this vision quest that we call episode 145 is the human heart ring herself, Miss Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart. And also joining us today, uh, Anthony from Queer Eye's slightly less handsome doppelganger. Oh. Salim Abraham, find him at Salim TD. Welcome back to Hungry HQ, you bunch of sexy legends. How you doing? Well, well, well. What a compliment. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. Is he the handsomest of the group, he, as he is the case here, Brendan? He is a good looking rooster, yeah. 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 Mm. He's probably mm, the better looking of them. What a compliment. To, yeah, it's a compliment. To get, I'm, I'm just going to assume it's a compliment. Is he also like super funny? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably He's as bland pro- as some of the meals he prepares. <laughs> Just throw a little bit of lemon on there and you've got yourself a nice uh, garden salad. <laughs> see, I see. Very very fitting for um, for me for my episode last week then. Um, yes. Yeah, you were the wilted lettuce last week. I was, sure. <laughs> I was st- still asleep last week. I think yeah. until about... An hour after we stopped recording. So anyway, yes, thank you for the compliment, and uh, and hopefully I can emulate some more lively behaviour today. I'm gonna move the camera so I'm actually looking at it. Hey Brendan, who do you who do you see yourself as? <laughs> the queer eye. Oh my, I, I don't know. I like. Are you, are you the one with the long hair? Nah, he's <laughs> he's so outrageous. He's he's fantastic. I don't I don't know. I don't know who I who I see myself in. Is there any is there anyone in the queer eye? Is there five? Oh, no. still? There's five right? <laughs> uh yep. <laughs> That's a sex joke. That's a sex joke. And we're only oh. two minutes thirty in. Oh, I'm alive. That was great. Mm. This is gonna be a good episode. I'm sure they'd all be very caring lovers and uh, treat me well, but yeah, I don't know. I like when, oh. when, whenever Brendan contemplates pointless, useless stuff, you always really think about it deeply. Like you really <laughs> go inside and just think like, ah, oh, George, I, I don't know their names. I'm just going to make up names. George doesn't have any tattoos, but he, he really does like food. I guess I like food, but he doesn't have tattoos. But I guess Kyle has <laughs> some good tattoos. Maybe I'm a bit more like Kyle. I don't know any, again, names, but I, I think it's cute watching you try and think it through in your head. Maybe yeah. you're Bobby, Brendan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's 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 a bit of a dude. Yeah. Bit of dude, got a beard. Got a beard, you know, he's he can he can decorate the shit out of a living space, that's for sure. He's he's probably the best, to be honest, if you, yeah. that's my opinion. I'm gonna say for high appropriate nature, I'm gonna be Jonathan, and I have a killer mustache like everyone knows, so Yeah, and, and he's like in the latest season he's got the, the mustache beard combo where he's got mm. the thick stubble beard and then this massive regal curl mustache, like but he makes it work even when he's wearing bloody like five inch heels and some and crazy sort of skirt. Yeah, yeah, like like power to him. You know, Welcome the to the Queer Eye that. podcast, guys. I'm sure you're expecting video games this week, but you're not getting it. 
I would uh, I, I would happily do a, a Queer Eye-centric podcast because I love the shit out of that show. Call it Queer Eye, get it in you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, I guess right. we should sort of pivot into what we're usually here to talk about and that is, for the most part, video games. Um, quick quick uh, bit of housekeeping before we get into the main housekeeping. Obviously, we did say that uh, Matty Perkins from Ultra Super Mega would be on this episode, but we've have had some scheduling conflicts, so he'll be on in a future episode. So for now, you're just going to have to ride out with the, the standard Holy Trinity here, but we will give you a fantastic episode 145 with some cool things coming up, including the very first video game draft. So uh, get hyped for that. But uh, I guess first things, we should uh, lead off with what we've been playing Tell me the things, dream, you've been playing. Yeah. Um, so Sekiro is a game that I've been I've been thinking about getting. Um, but I realize I have Dark Souls 3 and I never finished it. And I wonder if that's because I'm just bad at Soulsborne games and never really liked them. I never really got far in it either. Um, so I thought I'd give it a proper try. I feel like I put it down because... Um, something else came up in life. And like the Golden Retriever I am, I just chased that until something new pops up and then I chase that. Um, so I've been playing Dark Souls 3. I put actually 15 hours into this game this week, which is a huge time commitment for me. Um, That's and I, massive. And I probably put could have put like well, well and truly a little bit more into it yesterday as well, but I was a bit dead to the world. Um, <laughs> can I just that say- just because you played so much Dark Souls, you were that tired. <laughs> you, you had to sleep all day. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course, that's why I was completely out of energy, Brendan. Um, I spent my day yesterday hungover on a couch watching all three Matrix films. If you ever need something to do oh. on a Saturday, I cannot rate doing that highly enough. It is fantastic. And that would have led you like first Matrix, feeling great, feeling great. Hangover's probably getting shaken. Second Matrix, oh my God, I'm going to throw up on the couch. Hey. Third Matrix, I'm feeling a bit better again. All is well with the world. No, Matrix goes in a downhill, thank you. No way. Okay, terrible. I would argue, yeah, like the first is the best. The second's not not bad. I I do like the second and the third. When Trinity, spoiler alert, when Trinity dies (laughs) in Revolutions. (laughs) How old is this movie? This is 15 years. (laughs) Um, When she dies in the third one, I... I was heartbroken. I was actually gutted because I I forgot what happened to her. I thought maybe she just goes on and lives alone, but no. Um, oh. So anyway, I love those films. Watch those films. They're all on Stan. Um, Dark Souls 3. I love Dark Souls 3. It's incredibly infuriating. One quick thing on the Matrix thing. How, how bonkers would it have been if Nick Cage actually accepted the role of Neo? Oh. It would have been great. Was that it? It would have been the best. Yeah, <laughs> it he, he, been, was, uh, he was first choice. <laughs> Those Jesus movies would Christ. have gotten amazing. Like it just, it would be like national treasure of a Matrix. Holy uh, crap! I want that movie. But I can, I can kind of see it because Keanu Reeves is <laughs> is doing a really <laughs> Nick Cage thing when he's playing Neo. It's true. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could eat a pinch for hours. Oh, I'm trying to imagine that now. <laughs> Trinity, you are my hummingbird. <laughs> Put that money back in the matrix. <laughs> it's a terrible impersonation. <laughs> but yeah, it's bonkers. Like, I can't envision that franchise without Keanu. Only because I, I love Keanu. I think he's one of the best dudes in the entire universe. 
But you Keanu's know, I'm, a dude. I'm, I'm having trouble imagining it now because I, I can't really envision like a 1999 Nick Cage. I, I'm only imagining mm. Nick Cage today in it. Yeah, that's like face-off is, Nick Cage era. Yeah. I think he would have been good. I think because, again, I think Keanu seems to be doing a bit of a Nick Cage thing when he's acting like, uh, I don't want to do a personage. Just, all right, watch it. I'm going to try and imagine it. I think it would be cool. But also, Nick Cage, divorced for the fourth time. <laughs> we, we, I'm surprised there hasn't been a Matrix reboot or like a series or anything like that. Because it's such a like a cool little universe to play in. Maybe we'll see like a Netflix animated series. Like what was the original animated series they did of it? Animatrix. The Animatrix. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll just expand on that and, and park mm. it on Netflix. Yeah. Possibly. I'd watch the shit out of that. I would watch the shit out of that. Love Death Robots is, is like a little bit Matrix. Oh, yeah. God. It's got that vibe. I just want a second season. Of, well, not a sec. I want standalone seasons of some of those universes from that show. There was a few duds, but there was some absolute crackers as well. They probably will do that. Um, Dark Souls 3. Yeah, Dark Souls 3. Everyone knows what it is. Um, I like it. I, deployed, I, I played the Deprived class, which... Um, hasn't been too bad. I kind of steered into like a warrior-esque class with like heavy armor and a shield and sword. I've been getting tips from, from people on how to play as well, which is always fun. Um, I was sitting around a room like with Marche and Toby from the Forever Movie Boys the other night talking about it for like 30 minutes. And it just kind of occurred to me how no one talks about video games like the way we were talking about Dark Souls 3 all that much in that there are things that you just you miss like you you just you will never get you'll never find out that you missed a certain part of this game or that you could approach an enemy in a specific way um like i was playing just like dodging and slashing that's all i was doing and then i found out that and this sounds dumb then i found out like if i use a shield and block and it hits stam i could just build up my stam bar instead of my health bar and just try and block everything um and that never occurred to me and there's nothing that guides you towards playing like that so anyway i'm enjoying this i'm gonna keep playing this and then i think secure is gonna be my next beautiful thing to uh to purchase afterwards if it's anything like this i like it apparently it's harder than dark souls 3 brendan yeah like i guess i'm probably not the the best measuring stick for that because i was sort of similar to what you said at the start like i'm not a big souls guy like i admire that genre and the way those games are put together and the the genuine struggle from loading that game to, to turning that game off when credits roll. But mm. it's sort of a, a style of game that doesn't typically mesh with how I like to play games. So it is sort of a patient thing with me where I need to push forward and persist and keep remembering in my head that, you know what, you are meant to die an absolute ass load of times in this and, and learn from your mistakes and, and sort of be more calculated and what have you instead of frenetic sort of just hack and slash abandonment. So, yeah, yeah but Sekiro is hard, like but I haven't played the Souls series. I've played all three of them, you know, several hours each. So I've got an understanding and I know they were hard, but Sekiro still feels very hard. I can't say that it feels harder because I wasn't, progressed further enough in the stories but from you see all the chatter on on twitter and everything like that there is a bit of an uproar for people wanting an easier difficulty setting to go into that game because it struggles and it's like doesn't that defeat the purpose of what from software are trying to do here yeah but i don't know i don't know how yeah it seems so relative like i can i can see how you can judge like maybe a souls game against another one because um you're just familiar with the fights and the mechanics and the enemies 
Um, and I suppose you could do that with Sekiro as well, but how can you judge like how hard something should be when there's nothing else to compare it to? Exactly. Um, like, cause you can't do that in, in Souls, can you? You can't just change it from hard to medium or whatever. It's like, it's all one game and it's just as hard as it is. Yeah. I, I think it's just set from the jump. Like I could be wrong as I said, I'm no Souls uh, expert, but mm. yeah, the difficulty they give you is the difficulty to play on. And I think in the previous iterations, as I said, it could be just talking out my ass here. When you do complete, you have an option to sort of try it again at a harder difficulty. Is that right? Like a nightmare mode or something? Or am I just... It's it's New Game Plus. Imagining things. Yeah. No, it's New Game Plus. Yeah. And, and, that, and that goes... I think that loops like up to 99. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. If I'm... If well, I'm why would you do that, that to yourself? Well, I imagine you scale with it. It's not that it scales up. I think you scale probably in a linear fashion in terms of the quality of items that you have. And otherwise at like at new, a new game plus 99, like you would literally every minion would be a boss fight. I, I just feel these games to me, they, they take years off your own like IRL life. Like yeah. they, they are so stressful and so fucking heart pounding. Like I think it genuinely probably, you know, it takes seconds or minutes away from from your time on earth due to the stress levels there was a part this week where um i was i kept trying to kill this one enemy it wasn't a boss but it was like a really hard enemy um early on this like night with a blue cloak and i think i died i must have died 20 times either at him or on the way to him but like as i kept doing it I was like, I was getting so good at the route to get to that guy. Like I was not taking any damage across maybe like 10 minions. I was just smashing all of them along the way. And I just kept thinking to myself, like if this was the game, like if the game was just this route, I would have fucking smashed. I would get a gold medal. I would be the best in the world at this route because (laughs) of how much I'm doing it. Um, But he, yeah, had his way with me several times. Blessed his sword, one shot at me like, on five of those occasions but then you get him and you're like yes i'm never coming mm-hmm. back <laughs> <laughs> <In the world>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it was like a game and it's like 20 to 1 i'll take the one and leave i, I don't need to know if i can do it twice yeah miss Hart, i just want to see a new tenchu game now i want I know. tenchu on this current generation of platforms please make it so I mean, mm. like, so Sekiro was meant to be Tenchu, wasn't it? Like, mm. that's where it kind of, the base work came from. But in saying that, um, I've been watching a few streams of it because everyone's hyping this game up. So curiosity, you know, struck me. And I am not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That I've never had so much, like, anger and anxiety watching someone else play a game like this. And I just Aww. got so damn frustrated watching people play Sekiro. And I just went, no, this is not for me. I can only imagine, like, you... It sucks watching someone play a game badly, like, any game. But to play a game where the odds are so against you anyway, you're almost guaranteed to die. I would just get that backseat game urge like nothing else. Like, dodge! Dodge! You know? No, it's not even a case where, like, it's one of those instances where you're watching someone, you're like, I could do better, or why didn't they do that? It's literally, like, I could see that this person was, like, attempting different variations and approaching it and calculating it, and they weren't just, like, getting in, going straight into it. They were trying their mm. best to evaluate the situation to see the best way to execute it, and they were still being, like, 
brought down or or they'd finally reach that hurdle and then the next thing you know they just get like side slammed by a giant cock rooster <laughs> <laughs> there's giant roosters in the game you were hanging on to that one for a little oh, while i can tell you know. yeah. yeah well in the back pocket just ready yeah yeah so sekiro the the game that uh crushes your soul brings you right back up and then crushes you right back down but it's it's great it's just really hard and it hurts me uh i'll play some more i've only played an hour or so of total gaming outside of snap games this week because i've been traveling so i don't really have anything to add as far as what i've been playing uh miss hart i see uh there's a little little line here regarding what you've been playing (laughs) yeah oh my little uh, extra little thing there because i've only been playing the division two and then I wrote, um, it's my new destiny. And then I wrote, insert joke about me liking D games. Mm-hmm. Um, almost level 30 in the division. I know a lot of people are probably like, well, aren't you 30 yet? But I only play like maybe a couple of hours a day, if that. Um, so I'm probably going to hit 30 today. Uh, and uh, pretty excited for the rollout of new content that's going to be coming out. So you, they'll be opening up outskirts. They'll also be uh, further down the line. You'll be able to infiltrate the Pentagon um and then uh, i think the raid will be coming out this month i think it is so um yeah just keeping at it gonna keep leveling up because there's just more and more content that's further down the way so your new destiny do you consider this a superior game than say destiny 2 which you've been such an advocate for 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 many moons i'm not gonna say it's a superior game because i do see that there will be the inevitable point where i will stop playing and you know, you can only evolve a game so much with Division 2. I like that they're already mapping it out. Like they're saying, like, this is what we have to offer. But, I mean, yeah, for the most part, I don't see it being able to, like... Like, they've created a universe in the sense, like, that you could build upon. But with Destiny, I just feel like there's more opportunity to expand. But saying that, I have ditched it for the Division. I guess it's just, you know, breath of fresh air for me right now. Mm. It's just that new hotness. That new hotness. Yeah. Mm, getting worth, to that level cap. Are you, are you, you are max level, are you, Ali? No, not yet. No, I, d- wow. I don't know anyone that's like max level. Once you hit 30, once you hit 30, then you start reaching certain world tiers and then yeah. you build up your levels after that. I don't know what the highest amount is. I know a lot of people like right now. So is, it like, like, is it like D3 Paragon system where it's just kind of... Um, it's or like Destiny's light system where it's just a way to um, hard cap the experience, but it's it's all based on equipment. Uh, yeah. So I think once you reach a certain point of level thirty, then I think straight after that, then it is sort of kind of like equipment based and kind of like power based on equipment. And Are you thirty? Um, that sort of stuff. Are you level thirty? Um, if you were paying attention to what I just said, Sammy she said boy, she'll hit level thirty I'll today. Hit level 30 Sorry, today. I missed that. You didn't say that. <laughs> yes, I you did, did say that. Yeah, I know. You probably said that. I was listening. I was just thinking as I was... I was uh, Still I was thinking about getting hit by them big cocks in... Uh, Trying to work out how to get good. <laughs> um, okay. Jono did a review of this game. And he it did? Dropped, it dropped last week and it's a good review and he raves about it. And I think literally the only criticism he had was that it's occasionally glitchy occasionally um and that some of the rendering takes a bit of time um he he is playing on i think he played his on playstation so i've yep. heard a bit of uh 
bit of you know back and forth regarding rendering and graphics on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not terrible, but yeah, there are a lot of um, yeah. like kind of graphical pickups that happen on PlayStation. But from what I've witnessed on PC, I have had so many amazing shots. I even like posted on my Instagram like one shot that I took. Yeah, the Lincoln Memorial. So it's yeah, cool. Happy days. I need a new Snap game as well. By the way, you, you were mentioning Snap games, Brendan. I was I was looking on the app store the other day on 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 my iPhone. I couldn't find anything that was like. Well, I'm 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 back back dabbling with a bit of WWE Supercard. Oh, um, you skipped over that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also a game I've been playing is Alien Blackout, which uh-huh. is the. I don't know if you'd say the spiritual successor to Alien Isolation, but it's sort of like an offshoot to Alien Isolation, which uh, where you play obviously um, you know Ripley's Ripley's daughter in the game. Probably one of the best Alien-based video games of all time, uh, in my opinion. And it's it's sort of like picture the the sort of structure of Five Nights at Freddy's, but in the Alien universe. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you're sort of fixed in the area, and you're trying to to light rooms, close off doors to get your get your um, space crew to safety on all of these levels while the alien hunts them. Right. So there's some jump scares, uh, some some good back and forth, and and the script isn't bad, but it's a mobile game, so you know what to expect. Like it's not going to be a full fledged experience, but I've been playing with that just because I'm an alien fanboy, and I really like that universe. So dabbling there, I think there's thirteen thirteen levels or so. Uh, and you can replay them and, and get different strategies and try and get your little smartphone achievements as well. So uh, yeah, they're the two I've been playing on the old uh, on the old Snap game. Cool. Going to rehash to the audience what a Snap game is. Uh, yes, yeah. Any any new listeners, a Snap game is a game we typically refer to as being playable while on the toilet. So handheld on your smartphone while you're doing a poo. Hashtag Snap game. Snap one off while you're you know playing some games, whether it be shooting angry birds or you know locking off aliens while your crew tries to escape the you know nostromo equivalent so hashtag snap game it really is it really is one of the artifacts of the hungry gamers the snap mm-hmm. game hashtag yeah um, it really is from like yeah from like very early on have we we <laughs> i think brendan coined it or maybe reese i forget don't know, I don't maybe, know. maybe me because i'm always talking about pooing so it yes, could be me true. yeah isn't there been. a new elder scrolls mobile game there is there, blades has come it out. It is, yeah. Hmm. Is out? Did you say it's out? Did or at least out? at least the like early access is available if you pre-registered. I didn't pre-register. I did, but that was when I had an iPhone, so I don't get my pre-registration because I'm on Android now. So those yeah. those games, I just think that the the data and the battery drain, the okay. those games just um, inflict on your phone. It just mm-hmm. makes it so not worth it. Yeah. yeah, that's it's why you get the simple like WWE Supercard Snap game, you know. Dare we ask? Have you have you have you dropped any more coin on that one, Brendan? No, have not. Have not. I feel oh good about that. You know, I've got a got a pretty good deck built now. You know, reckon reckon most people I come up against so just on that wrestling grind now. Wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Yeah. There's a new Hearthstone expansion coming out soon. I might I might actually jump back on to that, mate. <laughs> You you pendulum on that game so much, but I haven't. Yeah, to be fair to me though, and let's be fair to me. Um, please be <laughs> nah. fair to me. Uh, I haven't I haven't put coin into that game for at least twelve months. So, yeah. speaking like a true addict. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, I've got a coin. I've got a 365-day coin. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, bless your cotton socks, Bizarro Anthony. (laughs) Throw some lemon on it. (laughs) Maybe a bit of salt, would you say? A little bit of salt. All right, so a quick bit of housekeeping. Uh, as at time of recording right now, it is the Sunday, but tomorrow will be April 1st, April Fool's Day. And uh, you would be a fool to not head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit and drop some of your hard-earned dollars our way to help support what we're doing here. Obviously, we've got an absolute bucket load of content creators podcast doing some really good things. And this will help keep those physical lights on in our studios, as one might say. But uh, episode three will be releasing in full of the 8-Bit cast, and that stars Jono, Benny, Bryce, and myself. Uh, It's a nice trip down food memory lane, and that will be available on all podcast hosting platforms as of tomorrow at about 6 a.m., or about the same time you listen to this will be available. So so search for the 8-Bit cast on there. And episode four will move into early access via dollar subscribers on Patreon and above which stars our boy here, Salim the Dream Abraham, as well as the two lads from the Forever Movie Boys. Uh, Dream, did you want to give us a little quick brief synopsis on what episode four is and what our listeners could expect? Yeah, uh, sure. So um, I thought it would be fun if we... Have you seen the um, Wired YouTube series, the autocomplete interviews, where they bring on like a celebrity and they Google like half a question like, what is Jennifer Lawrence? And then you just look at what the suggested answers are and they have to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it'd be funny to do that with Brendan's name. Um, and so the three of us decided to have a crack with that. The only problem was if I type into Google, is Brendan White? The only two things that popped up was, is Brendan Schaub White? And Brendan Schaub <laughs> is like a comedian. He's an MMA guy. <laughs> yeah, he's an entertainer now. Um, and then the other one was, is Brendan a white name? And so we modified it a little bit and had a, had a lot of fun answering. I think we must have gone through like at least 10, 11 questions um, about Brendan and about Brendan's habits. I think this is only sort of made better by the fact that Toby and Mache have never really spoken to you all that much. Like you've met them a little bit, but yeah, yeah. yeah they know fucking nothing about you. Um, so it was good to see the answers that they were coming up with to some of these questions. Uh, like one of my favorites, um, who is Brendan White in Spider-Man three was one of the questions that came up. I can't wait to hear that. Like, I, like full disclosure, I had no idea this was going to be the, you know, the focus of discussion for episode four. I haven't heard any of the episode when dream gives it to me, I'm not going to edit it or suppress anything. So I'm just going to chuck that out into the wilderness and let it go because you know we're not about censorship here at, at 8-bit and the hungry gamers so um i'm excited to uh get roasted by these three guys and potentially re- return fire down the line oh boy um, yeah yeah so uh get ready yeah hell hath no fury <laughs> i think it was i think it'll be i think it's funny i think it's very funny i'm excited mm. to see uh people's reactions anyway so that's coming tomorrow yeah. tomorrow tomorrow or, or right now like as you're listening to this it will be available right now patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit and just drop the low low price of one us dollar per month to get access to that and a whole heap of other exclusive perks and swag that you cannot find anywhere else but i think it's about time to move on to some news shall we this week's news headlines all right did someone say borderlands because this is something that has uh, 
obviously been hypothesized and referenced for many, many moons. Uh, we've been hanging for a Borderlands 3. And as of this week, Borderlands 3 has officially been announced via a three and a half minute trailer. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a great trailer. Uh, a lot of content chucked in there, but a few little hit points. The video showcased a heap of new locations, some that uh, have never been seen before in the Borderlands universe. Uh, they showed the new Vault Hunter crew. They show some of the old Vault Hunters from uh, you know Borderlands 2. Uh, an absolute bucket load of content and combat, as well as stating there is over one billion guns in the game. Crazy. What do you reckon? I know, Ali, you are probably the biggest Borderlands tragic here amongst the three of us. Mm-hmm. Maybe you start us off. What do you think? Did this uh, did this tickle your Borderlands itch? Um, I it did. It did. Um, I, I must admit. Maybe I was a tiny bit underwhelmed by the trailer. Just a little bit. Like, I wasn't hyped. Like, I I was like, I think the thing is, is that regardless of what the trailer did, I was going to be happy that they t- they're telling me that I'm getting a new game. So mm. I think they already had me regardless. But I did acknowledge that there was a certain point of that trailer where I was like, I'm not as hyped up as I thought. Um, they, They've obviously, like you said, they mentioned a n- bunch of new different, like, environments that you we hopefully will be exploring but we did see a lot of the same in regards to what i assume is like identical kind of gameplay in the video so Mm -hmm. actually characters and action going on it was a lot of the same environments that we were familiar with um the style's very much the same but they've obviously polished it off a lot more um we saw a lot of characters you know mashed up amongst them um like amongst all the new characters as well so that would be interesting there is a new vehicle in there, which I cannot separate from the damn South Park episode. Um, <laughs> uh, the little circular wheel thing. Yeah, the, that, in yeah. your mouth and in your butt. That's the one. So I, I couldn't actually separate that in my head. So I'm just assuming it's the same ride until they tell me otherwise. Um, the the two bad guys, they're either going to be lovers or brother and sister and this whole kind of uh, cult vibe that I was getting from the actual trailer. So it looks like we're going to get very cultish kind of, uh, kind of themes in there. So um, in regards to 1 billion guns, that sounds amazing. I can't wait. Um, and like I said, overall, they already had me. They could have just literally done a trailer that just said Borderlands 3. And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. But um, in regards to actual full-on execution of the trailer, I don't think it hyped me as much as I probably wanted to. Okay. Yeah, it went for a while. And I think, like, I actively, like, looked at the, the, the running timestamp as I was watching this trailer going, surely it's going to end soon. And it's like, oh, shit, there's another whole minute. And it's just, they were just throwing, like, really quick cuts of of environments and guns and explosions and whatever else. And that same sort of pumping sort of, rock based soundtrack behind it all mm. like it was well done uh i'm keen but yeah it didn't didn't elevate me to a new level of keenness i guess is the best way to describe it yeah, yeah. and like i don't ever want to like sell this short because i love this series and any person that hasn't actually played the series i want them to be hyped it's a great series it's a great bunch of games i want you guys to you know be on the same level as me but for the most part i actually did utter to someone i said you know what someone could have shown me this trailer and just told me it was new dlc and i would have believed it like that's kind of like where i was at I'm still hyped, I'm still happy, but in regards to execution of the trailer and me, and it's selling something to me, something, like, new, 
Mm. I, I, it didn't reach that point for me. Does this series, um, like, do, do you equate this at all ever with just like a lighter destiny? I, I, I know that sounds kind of silly, but I mean, I, it's a it's a looter shooter, and I feel like Destiny's probably the closest thing to this series that I've played that matches. Um, that, that that seems to be similar, except Borderlands Two is heavily restricted to just the four player co-op experience whereas destiny is obviously destiny yeah. it's this huge mmo that PvP, expands PvP. on i think the ideas yeah. that borderlands introduced way back when and so i think like i actually really was never too hot for borderlands particularly oh. because it was it was isolated to four-player co-op and i thought like playing mmos my whole life like the only reason i want the biggest baddest thing is so that i could have it over a thousand other people and lord it over them i don't give a mm. shit if my gun's better than one of like one of three other people's guns um and so like it just it, for me it was never kind of the the looter component was never really valuable enough and then the um the other side of it as well i guess is that i was playing this at an internet cafe so all of my progress would typically be lost fairly quickly after um leaving oh then if you were going through a situation where any progress you made was essentially lost, then then you have lost the overall vibe of the game because it is a looter shooter, but with a build up mentality where you get to mod out whether guns that you already have or you, you know, and it's the struggle where if you are playing co-op, you'd have those loot chests, unfortunately you know, not everyone's going to get the same. So, mm. you know, you will have a better gun than your team player or yeah. you switch it out, you find out what works, you mod it, you customize it, you work it with your abilities. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think that the this style of game is is somewhat redundant or archaic now in, the, in I guess, where we are with gaming. Um, it it just feels that way to me on the surface again I don't have you know a a wealth of experience in the Borderlands series I just it would take more than just like for instance they're saying um, how many guns like a billion guns right a billion well who gives a shit like who really cares that there's a billion guns all with varying stat differences um, when you can really only roll around with three other people are you locked to those three people in Borderlands? Is that how no. it always is? It's one person's story. Yeah, like it's it's just like with Division or or, or Division Two, I guess is the best one where you'd you'd sort of join on someone's instance. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's how it'd be. So so say right. we all jump with into to Ali's universe here. Like the characters right. that we're playing would follow us. Like so, if you're the you, you know you're playing as a siren or as the um, Beastmaster. So depending on what you're playing, that progression will carry, and the weapons you pick up. But yeah, the story is still your own. Is there a version of this game that you would prefer, Ali? Like, would you prefer it if it was something like, um, you know, like Fallout's MMO or I don't know. Mm, that that, I, that seems similar to me because of the about, sort of setting. Uh, the only thing that I would probably ever possibly, actually possibly want from Borderlands and is probably a more open landscape, but... It already has that. It's just from what I remember from a lot of the Borderlands games, as much as it was an open landscape, it was a vast open landscape of repetitive, like, bad guys in between. So mm. it, instead of you wanting to stop and attack them, you would just, just shoot past them. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. So okay. you'd have to get from location to location. So maybe a more interactive, broader 
you know, sandbox landscape. That could, that's what I could ask for. Do I need it? Mm. Not necessarily. I was happy mm. with it. Yeah, okay. but there's definitely some intrigue from the trailer, like this Children of the Cult, like the new big bads. Was it Tyrene and Troy, I think, are the, the two main antagonists? They, I think they're, I don't know if they're brother and sister, but they certainly look like it. Mm. And Tyrene, she's even got like all the siren markings, so she, maybe she's mm. got some of those abilities. Uh, you see some of the OG vault hunters, like you see Lilith, and she's actually missing all her siren marking tattoos. So I don't know, maybe they're sort of taking it away from from Lilith and, and sort of the other sirens in the game. You see Maya later, she's still got her you know, um, mm. cool blue bloody fluoro markings and what have you. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to flesh this out and, and weave all those OG vault hunters into the story that we, we know from, from Borderlands 1 and 2. Mm. Um, and I saw like Amara, the new siren, how she's got this uh, ability where like all these giant arms come mm. out of nowhere. Like she ends up becoming like almost like an eight-armed uh, you know, wrecking machine. Uh, there's a stealth-based class who's sort of got cloaking abilities, the Beastmaster, which is cool. And then um, this other late, the other lady who can summon a fully, fully sort of controlled mech, which I thought was pretty interesting as main yeah. as the four, four classes. So I'm, I'm keen. The, the world looks great. I like some of the neon, sci-fi future city uh, worlds that they're showcasing in there. And that's what I want to see. I want to see more of that. Like it, it. They showed us a snapshot, but not really too much in there from what I can see. Yeah, because because outside of that, like you think of uh, Borderlands one and two, all you really know is the Badlands. Like it's. Mm. It's just all, you know, a pretty neutral palette. It's all yellows and greys and blacks and whatever. And then you see this big, massive future cityscape. I think that looks really, really good. And then they so. had that that jungle, like, kind of, you know, greenery kind of area. And I'm like, that's kind mm. of fresh. That's kind of new. So let's let's look at that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, mm. I'm keen. We're going to see more later this week, funnily enough. April 3rd, we're going to get some further information on Borderlands 3. And what else they've also announced this week is uh, Borderlands 1. It's getting a remaster, which is also available on April the 3rd. Uh, coming to Xbox One, PlayStation 4 and PC. They're calling the remaster the, in quotes, definitive edition. Uh, and what they're doing is bringing all the DLC, new weapons, substantial video upgrades, uh, visual upgrades, I should say. So better lighting, textures, character models as well as 4K and HDR on supported consoles, plus various gameplay elements and quality of life improvements. And what that in essence means is you're going to get a new mini-map, character heads and skins, gold chests and keys, plus support for four-player split-screen co-op, which is up from the original's two limitation. So yeah, that's coming out two days after this records. So uh, get excited if you want to jump into the OG and, and see it in current gen. What do you think the uh, price will be? It's got to be like 30 bucks. Yeah, you think? I think it'll probably be 50, but I think 30 is probably pretty fair. What, for the remastered? Yeah. yeah. You reckon? I yeah. think 50. Because they're currently, they're currently selling, I think, um, one. Of the, I think maybe it's just Borderlands 2 is just standalone. Maybe it is the Handsome Jack collection. I can't remember, but on Steam, I remember seeing like 15 bucks. Okay. So they did have a massive reduction on Borderlands on Steam. That's good. And and on the Steam uh, Steam front, if you do own the Borderlands Game of the Year edition, you'll be able to upgrade to this enhanced edition for free. So you can get all those new textures and resolutions and, and you know 4K and HDR at no cost if you have Borderlands already on Steam. So that's a good little good little uh, caveat. Hmm. But yeah, uh, two days after <laughs> this episode releases, we're going to get more content. Maybe a release date of this game. Are you assuming it's going to be 2019 or you think it might fall into 2020? 
I think it could be um, twenty nineteen. I think the options are there, mm. the possibilities there. They showed a lot, and it depends how extensive the universe is, or if they're gonna do what they usually do, which is you know have the base story and then future DLCs and you know extra stories added on afterwards. But um, the possibilities there to get it done by two thousand nineteen, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Like a Q four, I'm gonna say late October. I'm put my put my bet down. Say early October so I could get it for my birthday. Okay. Now I want to say late and you say early and we'll have a bet. No. I'll say between October 20th and October, October 20th and October 30th. I just like, anytime Brendan is so sure to put a bet on it, I just, he speaks with such a confidence that it immediately makes me back down. Like, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. October 20 through 30. Put, put my nuts on the table. Ugh. That was them right there. <laughs> cool. Looks <laughs> like I'm the only one here with nuts on the table and that's a little bit awkward right now, especially because we're on video. But anyway, let's move on. A couple of quick hits before we move into the video game draft segment of the podcast. So uh, Adi Shankar, the man behind Netflix's Castlevania series, uh, which is now two seasons deep on the platform, is now in development of a series based around Heart Machine's Hyperlight Drifter game. Uh, I did certainly not see this coming. Oh, isn't he meant to be looking after something else as well? Wasn't there another... Devil May Cry? Is he He's doing, doing Devil May Cry, yeah. Yeah. Calm down, mate. One thing at a time, please. Mm. Hopefully he's got the bandwidth to uh, adequately, uh, you know, care for these franchises. That's mm. what I mean. Yeah, it's cool though. Like, it's good to see an, an indie game that was pretty pretty sort of big from a from a review and um, reception standpoint, at least. I don't know how it sort of went sales-wise, but um, did any of you guys played Hyperlight Drifter no, at all? Hyperlight no, Hyperlight Drifter is one of those games where I pretty much I always stop on it and like my mind tells me you probably like this game but I just can't commit to like actually you know getting into it yeah yeah it's, it's been on my radar but I just don't know when if or how I will ever tackle this game maybe I'll just live through this uh this television franchise when it when mm. it hits the hits the airwaves airwaves because it's internet good job I don't know that's not how it works, but all right. <laughs> wireless, Moving mate, on to the video tra- game draft. We're transmitting wirelessly, so it is going through the airwaves, you ass. Wireless link. I think I've dug myself out of that hole. Anyway, yeah. moving on. I don't, all right. <laughs> Ash Williams is joining Dead by Daylight via DLC this week as well. So April 2nd, everyone's favorite uh, Deadite Slayer. Ash Williams, who is actually going to be voiced and the likeness of uh, Bruce Campbell is getting used for this DLC coming this week. So if you want to play as Ash and get chased around by Michael Myers okay. and Leatherface and co. Yeah, so he's not a baddie. Yeah, I was about to say, he wasn't a baddie though. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, which I think is great. Like, I'm, I'm a massive Evil Dead fanboy and, uh, you know, Bruce Campbell is one of, one of the dudes of the... Uh, of the sort of pop culture space I, I'd say is probably the best way I can describe it right now. So it's cool to see he's getting a little bit of a little bit of coverage in airplane and making his way to Dead by Daylight. I don't know how much that game's got uh, as far as longevity and, and even sort of concurrent player base. Ah, oh, it's still strong. It's just yeah, you like if you go through Twitch, there's a lot of people who are just straight up dedicated to that franchise and they'll have tons of views. 
So mm. it I surprised me, but there is a big, there's still a big, big, big community playing that game. Yeah. But I love, I love Bruce Campbell. I love Evil Dead. Uh, it still makes me sad that the Evil Dead TV series got canned. Hopefully we see it come back in some form on another platform because that would be magical. I Yeah. Eh. Too invested in that one. It's yeah, great. I think it's just Shut you, up. my friend. Yeah. Watch it. That's probably why I got cancelled if it was just me, so that makes a lot of sense. Just, but anyway. <laughs> we've got this one person watching it in mm, Australia somewhere. Yeah. It's Pull just the plug. The, <laughs> <laughs> the last bit of news, uh, Twitch Prime. Uh, so, so members or users of the Twitch Prime service, they are currently including a 12-month subscription to Nintendo Switch Online. So, cheeky little saving. What is it? It's about 30 bucks Australian for the 12-month service. So, anyone that is a Switch owner and wants to play, let's say, Tetris 99 online, you need this Nintendo Switch Online service. So, uh, jump onto Twitch Prime. It's about you know six bucks a month or whatever it is, and uh, get yourself a free subscription as well as a ton of uh, video game keys and in-game currency and skins for all the big AAA titles out there. And that obviously resets month on month. So uh, yeah, get on it. I will actually own Nintendo Switch Online now because I haven't bought it in the in the wilderness at the moment. So yeah. <laughs> Twitch Prime's very like... The stuff that they're starting to link to Twitch Prime, this is obviously one of the biggest things, but the amount of like loot that they've been... Like loot, free games... It's um, and obviously it ties into like Prime Video. So mm-hmm. if, if you're using the the Amazon streaming service, you get the free Twitch Prime, and that's how I sort of led into it because I wanted to watch uh, American Gods. Uh, so I've got my my Twitch Prime tied into my Prime Video account and everything. So uh, yeah, it's the it's the gift that keeps on giving. At least yeah. for me. Don't know about the rest of you. There's a Jean Claude Van Damme show on Twitch um, on Prime Video. Sorry, that mm-hmm. I was like watching. It's pretty funny. Yeah, he's he's just like I admire that he is aware that he's sort of a parody of himself these days mm-hmm. and just sort of owns it now. That's what mm. that show's pretty much about. Anywho, that is the news of this week. Um, if there's anything else you want to throw in that you saw circulating the airwaves, speak now or forever hold your peace until uh, episode one forty six. You saying that to us? Yeah. Well, I just want to give a shout out to uh, the playstation and xbox uh events that kind of went (laughs) came and went this week and i've got to be honest i didn't watch the microsoft one i watched the playstation one um while i was at the gyms luckily enough it was in a short segment so um and i am completely intrigued by a game called observation done by devolver digital Mm -hmm. and um it's a game where you play as a space station. It's a space horror. So I think this might be something you might be interested in, Brendan. Okay. You like a bit of the old space horror. Yeah. Um, but as opposed to being a character running around, you were playing as the actual... Um, like Space station? Whatever, space station, yeah. And you'll be like working as like through cameras and using like machines and stuff. I feel like it's a good old nod to like the old... Um, Old games we used to have to click and set traps and everything like that for motion okay. video as well. I'll, I'll give it a look because I'm I'm with you. I just with the work week that was, I have not checked either of those, um, you know, new new direct based events that Sony and Microsoft put out there after we talked about them in mm. in pretty uh, substantial detail in episode 144. So uh, maybe I'll go and check them out later. Like I said, didn't watch Microsoft, watch the PlayStation one. I really liked it. I thought it was great. I thought it was very useful. I think it what it's meant to be doing it's going to be doing well so some people didn't like it thinking it was meant to be a friggin mini e3 but whatever yeah mm. bizarro anthony did you watch them uh no i didn't no 
No, I didn't. And uh, I find it hilarious that I haven't seen anything about either of them all week either. <laughs> if I'm being incredibly honest. In fact, up until uh, two moments ago when Ali mentioned that she watched one of them, I completely forgot that they happened. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just me being very honest. You were um, in a little bit of a haze when we talked about them last week though. I was just, yeah, I was, oh, fuck them. Like that was probably my attitude towards both of them last week. Um, yeah, no, I, I should watch them though. I, I should watch them, especially um, if there was at least a single game announcement. Um, mm. So I'll, I'll give it a crack. Was there anything else you liked there, Ali, or was it all just kind of a bit of fluff? Yeah, like, it was honestly like majority fluff. There was something about um, Crash Bandicoot, yeah. Racer, something or yeah, other. Crash Team, Crash team racing. racing, thank you very yeah. much. Exactly. Which, I never played Kara. I never played Crash. So to me, that was just like, eh, I didn't really care too much. But yeah, that, observation yeah. got my attention. So That was Sony's best attempt at like a Mario Kart competitor. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Mario Kart's had like eight installments or something since and, and mm. Crash Team Racing is having its third. I can't so, wait. I, I love Crash Team Racing. Love, love, love it. So bring it on. Name right. like five characters that you can play. Uh, N-Cortex, Crash. Crash, Tiny is the giant tiger. Yeah. Um, what, what's, I can't remember Crash's offshoot, the, like, the, the bandicoot girl with the blonde ponytail. His sister. Um, yeah. Krish. Krish. <laughs> Krish, Krish. Krishila. <laughs> Uh, and then can you use the Ooga, you, you wouldn't be able to race as the Ooga Booga mask nah you? you pick that up That that's the equivalent yeah. of the Mario Kart star, star. yeah we've got four um, is four alright nah oh Damn what it. about Pinky <laughs> Pinky the the like 1930s gangster yes he'll do yeah Pinky gotcha gotcha Ali yeah. trying to come yeah. up against Brendan and me yeah what <laughs> to be honest, Sam, I was actually just going at Brendan, but then you decided to come in with some support. So I'm like, all right. I, I played man. Crash very recently. <laughs> I did play Crash very recently, yeah. So I thought I'd Fair chime enough. in. But I really can't remember the characters. So uh, that's something I need to brush up on before the game releases. <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, let's tail into the final segment of episode 145. As mentioned at the start, we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to be doing... A video game draft, and uh, for those that aren't familiar with this concept, think of like um, people that might play fantasy sports, whether it be NFL, NBA, NRL. Uh, but way, the way this is going to be working is, say, uh, Bizarro Anthony here selects The Legend of Zelda as his franchise. Myself and Ali can no longer then select it to become part of our roster. So it's once that franchise has been selected, they are completely off the board. Uh, it's going to be seven rounds, and it's going to be snake draft style. So what that means is uh, Ali will go first, I'll go second, Dream will go third, but then he'll also pick fourth, then I'll pick fifth, and then Ali will do sixth and seventh, so on and so forth, sort of snaking down the board. Yep. So, yep. Uh, Miss Hart, maybe uh, take us away with what your first overall pick would be for your team of video game franchises. Now on established, this draft, are we essentially, are we trying to make a draft that everyone wants or a draft that's close to our hearts? I'll leave it up to you. Like we're, we're going to then sort of send this out to the people and get their, get their voice of public opinion to see what, uh, what they think would be 
I guess, the best team of, of respective franchises. So it could be, you know, maybe you do just seven titty-based stream games. Who knows? Like, I'd win for sure. I'd vote uh, for that. <laughs> I might vote for that. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm going to be smart. My first one is just going to be pure investment so I can get them my biggest payout. So I'm just going to say Super Mario Brothers. All right. Oh, really? I... I that's that's pretty much my first that's just going to be the money maker everything else is fun you need that one star player yeah so bear in mind that does not encompass like mario kart and stuff that's just mm-hmm. the, the traditional mario sort of platformer yeah. games but still mm-hmm. yeah. you can't really argue with that um i i'm gonna take the grand theft auto franchise for my first oh. overall pick oh, you guys are so boring which I think is pretty good. Obviously, yeah. it is it is the game that uh, is on everybody's lips, even how many years on since GTA Five was released. Uh, their online components are just printing money for for Rockstar still to this day, and uh, I cannot See? wait for GTA Six, Seven, Eight, Nine, Ten, Eleven, Twelve. By then, I'm probably fifty, but I'll be loving the shit out of it. See, I think you both just subverted me. They're both investment options. We just our first picks were just definitely investment options. All right. Um... <laughs> Neither of you care about either of those series, though. Like, I don't think either of you really GTA. give a GTA shit GTA was about on my radar. I'm not going to lie. GTA was on my radar <laughs> for this draft. So my first pick was going to be Senran Kagura. My second was <gasps> going to be uh, Resident Evil. Oh, so you were just going to spite us. Well, no, I love these series. <laughs> I love both of these games. <laughs> I do. And so my first pick is Senran Kagura. You and my asshole! second pick is... My second pick is Resident Evil. I think well, anyone who's get been one listening pick. to this oh, show long go. enough knows that if there's anything that means the world to me, it's a good old jump scare and a whole bunch of titties. So uh, I'll take both of those series, and I think that I'm I'm going to stand by both of those. I think. Damn, yeah. damn, that's uh, that's I cold, Dream. That's cold. That is the most brutal start to this. I'll play for keeps, people. I'll play for keeps. I like the way you're going with this. It's, it's getting very personal real quick, but I'm not going to resort to these sort of disgusting low blows, and I'm going to take the Elder Scrolls franchise as my <laughs> second round just pick. Another, just another cookie-cutter selection from Brendan. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> World of Warcraft will be his next one. Good. Who knows if it makes it back to me? Like I'm, I'm, I'm building the dream team over here. I'm thinking of games Speaking that I'm going to get. Speaking of dream longevity. team, I'm taking Tekken. <laughs> that's, that's what a great Fuck choice. Fuck you, Sam. That's totally. <laughs> I don't fine, care. Really. I'm still taking your game. I've heard you so many good Sam things Red. about Tekken. I've heard a lot of good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so people, you, you people got people... another pick again. Oh, oh, okay. Now the next little series. Yeah, now that you've said that, speaking of fighting, I will also take Mortal Kombat. Why not have two fighting games on my list? Yeah. Oh, damn. Interesting. Because that makes sense. Interesting. All right. I am going to take Pokemon for my third round pick here. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. I'm feeling good. I've got a lot yeah. of games here that's going to cover a lot of hours. What what are your favorite five poke? What are your favorite ten Pokemon? Um, I'm a Gen ten. One boy. Yeah, give me ten. Uh, let's go with obviously Squirtle's my homeboy. Let me rephrase the question to just <laughs> name ten Pokemon. 
I don't I care love if you, the, I love that you have me like I don't know Pokemon. Like I could go all three evolutions for Squirtle, all three evolutions for Charmander up through, all three evolutions for bloody Bulbasaur, and then I could just say <laughs> Machamp, or I could go Machoke, or I could go Machomp, or I could go... Um, Not Machomp. Who is... Oh, I'm thinking Chomp from Mario now. That gets me over the 10. All I, right, can name, you... I can name all about all the 151, though. I like that oh you said, God. I could name, I could name, I could... You didn't name them. Interesting. All right, let's not go there. I think because it's it. irrelevant airtime right now for the listeners. I respect their time, Dream. You're a Pokemon master. I do this episode, and we've both gone at Brendan and said, name this man. Yeah. <laughs> name him. Prove your dedication, Arsenal. Yeah. So, all right. So I didn't really think past turns one or two, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I don't even I, think I, like, I'll, start, I'll go. I'll go back to my own my own world, games that I love. So um, I'm going to pick Destiny <laughs> as my <laughs> third pick. <laughs> Because it's a great oh, series, and I think that it's it it's not at all been marred by controversy or toxic play bases or anything. It's just a great, great game. Real, I'm looking real cool at game. the bloody chart right now, and they're gonna confuse. They're gonna think when we upload this that someone's gonna think that we've swipped switched yeah. our names out. Oh yeah, I was thinking the same thing a moment ago. No, you know <laughs> what? I actually think they'll get it accurately because everyone knows that I'm a bit of a bit of a, uh, I guess, a Resident troll. Evil fan. He was resident that I was there. drunk. And you know what else? Like, it's kind of incredible. I'm actually also a huge Mass Effect fan. Huge Son of Mass a bitch, Effect that was fan. my next pick. So I'm going to take Mass Effect as well, please. For 10 points, Eddie. Son of a bitch. I was zeroed in on that, and I'm like, it's making it back to me. I got it for sure. Um, I am going to take the Metal Gear franchise then as my fourth round pick. You know, Konami maybe might do something good with the franchise. Who knows? Maybe they'll uh, make peace with Hideo and say, come back, we'll give you a blank check and, and make Metal Gear Solid 6 for us, please, because we don't know what to do now. We can't make uh, those uh, survival horde mode bullshits they're doing now with that franchise anymore. So mm. give me Metal Gear for my uh, fourth round pick. Cool. Cool. I like that pick. I think that's a pick that's true to you. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. Um, I'm going to take Animal Crossing because I might as well have an actual game I enjoy on the fucking list. That was my next pick. Thanks. <laughs> that, was actually, that was actually going to be my next one, but that's cool. I got plenty more. Um, and hmm, what else can I take? Should I stick to something that I actually care about, or should I actually? You know, take something from Sam. No, I won't because he does really like crappy games. Um, <laughs> Great games. You know what? I'll take Gears of War. Ooh, interesting. What? What? What was? Which the is always a good follow-up of Animal Crossing. Right. Um, I just remember being very fond of the first one, and I feel like Gears of War always has had that like spawner franchise. I feel like Gears of War's just gonna keep going because it's like Microsoft, and they need what they. Can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. Um, I am going to take for my fifth round pick, The Witcher. Oh, that was my that was my next Brendan pick. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think that that game you didn't you call like Blood and Wine your, your favorite game of twenty something? Even though I it was think it was it was it was at least up there. 
it yeah. was it was mighty impressive what CD Projekt Red put together. Yeah, I, I do think that that is totally fair. Um, and I'm absolutely stalling now as I come to think of another one for you, Brendan, that I can take. But while I'm thinking of that, let me take Borderlands for uh, for Ali. I'll take that as my own. I think as anyone could tell from listening to this episode, huge fan. Huge fan of Borderlands. Um, I think that just the way that you get to have all the guns is cool and the open landscapes and stuff. And <laughs> you are selling the dream, Dream. <laughs> just a big, big Borderlands fan. Um, and I guess while I'm at it, I might just strike twice with Ali. I'll take the division as well just to really close off all the options <clears throat> all the places to go i can't name any other titty games <laughs> to be honest it's not like the ones that i'm actually passionate about you know you took right off the fucking gate so he's a son of a bitch he but he's, he's doing it well i am going to take i'm just going to take the call of duty franchise yeah, as a whole there's no emotion in this anymore from Brendan. He's oh, just, he's just taking powerhouses. I know what I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Titanfall. Ooh, really? Because so that, uh, I get Apex, that, though, don't that, I? That, that yeah, I'd say Apex. that it encompasses Apex. Yeah, that does yeah, yeah. Apex. We'll give you that. That's good. That's a good pickup. That was a good pickup. That's a good pickup. Myself on the back for that one, because I didn't get GTA, which I'm pissed off about. Mm. I am going to take Saints Row. Nice, nice. That's that's pretty handy. Saints Row One and Two, I really enjoyed. So. I, th- I thought you'd be liking the more crazy ones where you got you know dildo launches and bloody dubstep guns and stuff like that. I mean, they were alright, but I actually enjoyed the story and the gameplay of One and Two. Hmm. And then he became the president, and then just all went to hell. I'm thinking I need. I've I've got a lot of like open world RPG long burn-esque games so i'm gonna go a little bit off the beaten track here and i'm gonna go tony hawk's pro skater Ooh. for something a little bit different a little bit fun i'm gonna take mario kart for the number seven because i think that brendan <laughs> one of the few things you pride yourself on is your ability to play super mario kart Yep, yep, that was going to be my final pick uh, moving yeah. into the eighth round here. So That's cool, because I think I've got your next eighth pick anyway. Notice how no one's talking about Red Dead Redemption here either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for Sam's spitefulness, he has an awesome list. I'm just going to say right now. like, <laughs> Even though he was being completely spiteful, he's got the, probably the best list. I came at it with emotion. Hey, I'm a fan of all these games. I've finished every single Mario Kart. Name three Borderlands characters, asshole. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All Magic right, girl, the one with the crow. And yeah, the one with guy. the crow. The one with the mask. Yeah. yeah. And the guy that looks like he's shooting himself in the head on the cover. There you go. Mm. That's right. Done. All right. I've got one more, one more title left. Looking at my little short list here. I've just got so, so much open world stuff going on here. Wait, did you make? Did you wait? Did you both make lists? I highlighted well, no, ones no, no. that I, I, I wanted. I've been, I've been jotting things down though as it comes Bastards. to me. Bastards! I've been just going. Okay. Hmm. Shit. <laughs> Is that a game? I 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take. What am I gonna take? I'm trying to stay true to myself and not just do the the pandering. So I'm certainly not gonna be picking Zelda because you know what? Fuck that game. I would I would argue that of your entire list, Brendan, so far you have GTA, Elder Scrolls, Pokemon, Metal Gear, The Witcher, Call of Duty, Tony Hawk's. I would argue that only three of those seven are actually game series you give a shit about. <laughs> you know, I've I've finished the, the the campaigns in just about every single one of those releases in yeah, every single I know, but subsequent like, release of that game. I I would say only Elder Scrolls, The Witcher, and and Metal Gear are, are things you love truly hey, and dearly. I like GTA. Yeah, everyone likes GTA. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> everyone likes GTA. <laughs> I, for my last pick, I'm going to take Uncharted. <laughs> okay. Because it's good fun. And that franchise is not dead yet. So I'm going to get some more play out of it. C can I ask ah. you why why you didn't maybe go for The Last of Us? Oh, no, because that's my pick. They, I want to troll the audience. They were the two I was looking at. Um, I just think at the moment, The Last of Us <laughs> might only us, be... Please. You know, one and two, and that could be it. And you know, that's not a bad thing. But at least Uncharted, yeah. I've got several games, offshoots, a potential film with Nathan Fillion coming, maybe. Fingers crossed. So, yeah. <laughs> you ruined my uh, surprise. Yeah, mine's The Last of Us. Sorry, Ali. Thanks, man. That's all right. I'm glad to see you coming around to the dark side in the end, though, and choosing something that will hopefully make someone out there a little unhappy. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I still have Tekken on my list. And Mortal Great Kombat. Great choice. Good Mortal choice. Kombat in the third round was uh That was a, that was a big yeah. <laughs> I've got think, two think, fighting uh, games in my list. Yeah, I think me taking Senran <laughs> really took you for six and you just didn't know what to do after that. So yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Did you want to just throw out a bonus one just for shit straight off like off the cuff that you'd add to your list if you could? I mean the last of us was my shits and giggles game. But, uh, <laughs> um, I I don't know. I can't really think of anything else. Although I should, you know what? Yeah, Starcraft. Not Pay Diablo. My... Wait, why not Diablo? <laughs> because Starcraft was from my childhood. You owned Diablo on like four consoles. Yeah, but I played All Starcraft right. when I was younger. All right. What That's about cool. you, Dream? What would be your last sort of just Hail Mary that you'd have? Uh, to your list? I, would, I would. I would. I would just do something actually. Uh, true to me, and I'll, I'll take Final Fantasy. I love Final Fantasy games. I assume that was going to make the list somewhere. Yeah, and it's not getting any representation elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what I chuck at the end. Like a lot of franchises there, I really like. Like maybe I'd do something like Silent Hill, so I've got a little bit of horror in there. Yeah, cool. Maybe. Cool, cool, cool. That's, I like Resident Evil better than Silent Hill. Yeah. Oh, so do I. Yeah. But obviously, uh, I can't select that. It's quick. Also, StarCraft's one word. It is one word. Okay. Fuck. PC. <laughs> Master right. Race dogs. Uh, <laughs> Look, I was going to say Command and Conquer, but Command and Conquer only played a few of them. And... Yeah. yeah. So All right. Miss Hart, did you want to give the audience a recap of your uh, video game draft opening day roster? Yeah, sure. So my roster is starting with Mario because I wanted an investment opportunity uh, before <laughs> I pretty much got absolutely assaulted in the rear end by Sam uh, taking my games. So then I took Tekken uh, to be some kind of spiteful. And then my ingenious ass took Mortal Kombat because why not? That was actually a fighting game I did play. And then we go straight to Animal Crossing 
<laughs> followed by <laughs> followed by Gears of War, uh, and then Titanfall, Saints Row, The Last of Us, and then just the sugar on top was a uh, Starcraft. Not not a bad not a bad overall sort of video game roster you got there. It's, you know, some really pretty confused. <laughs> pretty world famous, very very diverse list. One yeah. might say, mm. um, yeah. So so my my team is looking like as follows i've got the grand theft auto franchise uh then elder scrolls uh, pokemon metal gear the witcher call of duty tony hawk's pro skater for something a little bit light and you know easy bit of a pick up put down type of game maybe interested more so in the soundtrack than anything else and then i've got the uncharted franchise and my uh yeah my little sprinkling on top as miss hart said i have silent hill as my bonus pick and the winning team had uh, Senran Kagura, Resident Evil, Destiny, Mass Effect, Borderlands, The Division, Super Mario Kart, and Red Dead Redemption as my as our top eight. The Dream Team, you might say. And uh, Final Fantasy as just that little thing to get you through those, those cold winter nights. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> three, three very... Very different lists. Um, obviously, <laughs> we two of us went at it at different perspectives as opposed to Bizarro Anthony here, but he still assembled a pretty decent list. Here's I, would argue, I would argue that mine is the best approach. I wasn't worried about what matters, like what's the big gun, you know, who's, who's the big kid in the playground. I went for... What is nearest and dearest to your hearts? Yeah, you are... I have played every game on my list... So Actually, have I? Yeah, I've played Tekken. I've played Tekken. I've played every game on my list, even half us, The Last of Us. Um, and I mean, the majority, apart from Tekken and The Last of Us, actually, I love. So mm. I'm happy with my list. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of all those franchises, and I know I could play these games for the next 50 years straight. There's that amount of content in these, in these uh, mm. IPs. Uh, but yeah, may- maybe because I do have so much RPG, maybe I'll get a little bit of RPG fatigue. But then I'll just pick up some Tony Hawk Pro Skater and do some fat stiffies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've played and finished all the games on my list. I'm a big fan of all of them. And uh... <laughs> You finished Destiny, did you? <laughs> I've, I've finished Destiny 1 and 2. Um... Which is not a lie. I actually have finished main story in both of those games. You, you finished the main story. You haven't finished the fucking game, though. It's still going. No, I still play. Light level 1,220. Oh, yeah. oh all right. <laughs> What's your light level in the division? Um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm level 30, and um, I'm currently um, president tier. <laughs> Heading up the I'm Pentagon. more impressed with how, like, you know, he actually... The key words he paid attention when I was talking about it. So yeah. I have that small appreciation that he did kind of listen to me. Yeah. No, I'm actually president here. Yeah. It's not a team. No, it's not a thing you've reached. Oh. <laughs> She's a uh, vice president here at the moment. How do you smack someone through like a webcam? Like they need that technology. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, I'm listeners. sure if you could, you would have figured it out by now. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. Listeners, give us your feedback. Uh, hit us up at hello at 8bit.net on the email if you want to sort of send something a little bit long form. Otherwise, hit us up on the socials as a collective at WeAre8Bit. Uh, if you want to attack Dream individually, as some prefer to do, Salim TD on Twitter, <laughs> Miss Ellie Hart on Twitter, or Brendan8Bit on Twitter. 
Give us your feedback on our video game lists and where we uh, stack up. Is it are they good lists? Are they bad lists? Is this something you agree with or you deny with? Uh, you know, comprehensively, because uh, we want your feedback on that. We will be dropping it on the socials as well. Maybe a poll. Poll's probably the best way to. Uh, you know, weed out the uh, the good and the bad here and see who reigns supreme as far as video game franchise draft teams go. What's your team game going to be, by the way? Are you just the dream team? Mine, no, mine's, mine's um, Hungry Game is Greatest Hits. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I have not come up with a name yet, so I probably shouldn't have asked this question right now. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's good, actually. That's good. Um, But yes, this has been episode 145 of the Hungry Gamers podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, We are obviously available on all podcast platforms of choosing, but if you can, be sure to rate, review, subscribe us on the iTunes. Leave us a sneaky review. It means the world to us and helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts while you're there. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe all the other podcasts in the hashtag 8 Collective as well as all the other podcasts you listen to on the daily because it means a lot to us all. Uh, while you're there, audiotechnica.com.au for the best new audio-based equipment. Maybe check out the new BP40 microphone, which I am road testing right now, and it is the business. I've never sounded better. Uh, but this has been episode 145. Is there anything you guys want to say before we uh, close this on down? Honorable mention on our finalist uh, the Australian Podcast Awards. So. Yes. Yes, so thank you for... The votes and nominations to get us on the shortlist for the uh, OzPod Awards 2019. We are one of six finalists, I do believe, uh, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. So, uh, yeah, winners will be announced uh, in the coming future. So, fingers crossed that we can, uh, you know, take that one home. But if not, thank you for the consideration. And, uh, yeah, it's much appreciated. It means a lot. Maybe just another shout-out for the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit. I'm really excited uh, to release the episode four of the 8-bit cast tomorrow. Um, it, it got very wild. We watched a full James Bond film before doing this episode. And it was quite late <laughs> and we're all a bit crazy. So, uh, yeah, so I, I look forward to putting that out there and hearing people's feedback. Cannot wait. So, uh, again, I have been Brendan. That has been Salim. And that has also been Miss Hart. Until next week for the World First 146 of the Hungry Gamers podcast. Much love, Ape Nation. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.